0: Oh my gosh, they just launched the My Pillow 2.0. I got both of mine today. They are incredible. Here's the thing. They have brand new temperature regulating technology and it keeps you comfortable throughout the night. I'm never comfortable throughout the night, but now, now I will be with My Pillow 2.0. It's the new fabric It dissipates heat and humidity and it creates this cooling sensation. Ladies, you know there's a time in life where you need that. Anyway, there's a, a cooler surface and it maintains that throughout the evening. This new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature through the night, creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Who doesn't want that? Developed to provide a cool surface and engineered for comfort as always with my pillow pillows. Because it's a fiber, not a finish, it will last the life of the fabric. Knife-edge seam Available in four loft levels. Yeah, they really really try to suit your needs and who you are with their pillow. Machine washable and dryable, 10-year warranty. Come on, 60-day money-back guarantee. Why are you waiting? It's made in the USA. All you need to do is go to MyPillow.com, look for MyPillow 2.0, and please, to get your discount, use promo code ROSE, R-O-S-E, promo code ROSE, MyPillow.com. MyPillow 2.0 Promo code ROW
1: This is my fight song Take back my life song Cause I still got a lot of left in me
0: Unencumbered by political correctness Undeterred in her mission to spread the truth Unafraid to be a true conservative She's unapologetic Uncompromising Unwavering and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most.
1: This is my fight
0: song. This is Rose Unplugged.
1: My powers turned off. So in right now, I'll be strong. I'll be I'll strong by song. And then don't really care if nobody else
0: leave. Welcome to this episode of Rose Unplugged. Joining me today on Rose Unplugged is Abby Lobb. She's the Director of Communications at Asbury University. And I have to tell you, we talked before when this was midway through this revival thing that's happening there, and I just absolutely adored her, and I liked what she was saying, and I felt like they just all had the right attitude toward what was happening there. And so I've asked her to join me today to give us an update, not only an update, but take us all the way back. So Abby, thank you for joining today. And of
1: course, thanks for having me.
0: So many people, I have to tell you, um, I was at a meeting earlier today, and the woman to my right was talking about what was happening at Asbury. And I said, Oh my gosh, let me tell you, you know, what I know. And it's been such a fascination to watch for so many of us across the country. Not only fascination, Abby, but I want to tell you, there are times I will just break down and cry without even looking Mm. at any video, just thinking about (laughs) what's happening. So here's what I was hoping, that you could just kind of take us through a timeline here. What happened? What started all of this? And where are we today? So let's start with how this began.
1: Yeah, of course. So our students at Asbury have regularly scheduled chapel services Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week, 10 Mm. to 10.50. And you know, they're they're bookended by classes, you know. So just typical, just imagine yourself as a college student. You know, you go to class, you run out of class, you leave the class, you go to chapel, you run out of chapel, you leave the class, you know, it's just part of their routine. But um on Wednesday, February eighth, it was different. You know, they they had chapel, and um the the pastor who was speaking in this particular chapel is is near and dear to our campus. He's he's one of us. Our students just adore him. He was speaking on love and action he was talking a lot about, you know, things like repentance and just, it was a great message. And he jokes that it was a message. He was like sleep deprived and he's like, Oh yeah, I just threw that message together. You know, <laughs> we all, as believers, we know God was using him, you know? and yes. so Yeah. So it just it struck a chord with the students as typically happens when he speaks, but some students, you know, they just describe it as like this pull to just to kind of hang back when chapel is over. They stayed, there was a group, um, I think of about 20 of them who stayed back. Um, the gospel choir was was singing in chapel that day, and they just kind of kept playing.
0: Abby, <laughs> like, let me ask you though, let me interrupt here because yeah, do they yeah. typically stand you know stay back when everyone else leaves, no, and no, okay, wasn't there nope. a particular incident? Wasn't there a young man, a student, who stood mm-hmm. up and just started talking about his life yes. and what was going on? Yes, was that the impetus? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So students hung back and then um I think that's when that started happening. You know, students started, yeah, sharing. Like, you know, for them Hughes Auditorium is just a very safe place. It's a place where, you know, it's very sacred here on campus and it's a place where God has moved in the past and it's just a very peaceful peace overcomes you when you're in that place. And so I think as a result, you know, students know it's it's special, you know? And so I think, you know, whether it was him just kind of in that moment or whether God was, you know, I'm sure obviously God was moving in his heart in that moment. So yeah, he was sharing things and then other students started doing the same. And then the, you know, the music was playing. It was just a very kind of a chill atmosphere. And then, um, my understanding is that they were texting their friends like, Hey, you should come check out what's happening. He was like, that's, that's the cool thing about our students is some of them pretty immediately recognize. like, you know, we have awesome students and they, they're, they're wonderful kids. And I think even they were like something like they felt it, they felt the presence of the Holy spirit. And so, um, you know, they were telling their friends and I, I heard a story about one kid, even like, went and like like left and like went and knocked on a couple of the classroom doors and was like you have to come to chapel oh. and everybody was like what do you mean chapel's over and then i was getting text messages from people like hey if you're on campus come to chapel and we were all like what do you mean chapel's over they're like no come to hughes like it's still going
0: i love it and i just
1: kept getting yeah kept they're like the disciples who are going out and mm-hmm. saying yeah. you have to see yeah. what i'm
0: seeing and hear what i'm hearing, hearing. wow it's go ahead exactly
1: right yes. Yeah. And then like around one thirty or 2, our president sent a message, just an email to campus community. It was two sentences, and it said, there's worship happening in Hughes. I welcome you to join. And that was it. And I just love that because, you know, our administration and our, our leadership and faculty, you know, we're we're th- thankfully, I, I love that. he Yeah, we're a family, and I love that he recognized like something special is going on and didn't um, want to get in the way of yes. work that God was doing. So that continued throughout the day and then just started to multiply. Students kept coming back. And again, these are college kids. Think of how you were in college. Like, you don't just willingly go to church. You know what I mean? Right.
0: (laughs) You're going to be told a couple of times you really should go. You're
1: like, oh, I don't want to go to chapel. You know, they're used to going to chapel. And and so, like, for them to feel that, like, gravitational pull to go back there, I think really speaks volumes to what god was doing so yes. from that point it really just grew um it you know people from the community started coming and faculty and staff were in there and it just like it just multiplied like very quickly <laughs> so you know and 24
0: and 7 mm-hmm. yeah and that started what was it february 8th correct february 8th yep
1: i got in there thursday morning i went went in early to work and i was like oh i wonder if they're still in there sure enough i went in there it's like seven thirty, and the sun was shining and it's just like a beautiful and just the overwhelming peace in that building like wow. i can't even describe <laughs> and they they were still in there it was clear they had been in there all night some of those kids
0: well, you know, I have a. So. a I had uh, talked to someone who came from Regent University. This is after this uh-huh. had been going on for a little over a week. Uh-huh. Uh, his name is uh-huh. Dr. John Paul Lotz, and he's the professor uh-huh. of divinity there. He went uh-huh. to check it out, as did many pastors, cool. because they yes. suspected yes. they suspected that this was real. This was organic. It was uh-huh. Holy Spirit uh-huh. led. So. Uh-huh. Uh, this, Dr. John Paul Lotz had gone and I had just talked to him when he got back. He got, he got back like 3.30 mm-hmm. in the morning and he, mm. he was still so overwhelmed and overcome mm-hmm. by what he had experienced there. He said mm-hmm. that the, the, the peace, the love, the joy. I mean, mm-hmm. there were so many gifts of the Holy Spirit, so many manifestations yeah. of the Holy Spirit that yes. he, I, he could barely talk. It was still yeah. with him even after he left. Mm-hmm. He told mm-hmm. me that as this had progressed, he was told that you had to open up other areas, other perhaps yeah. chapels or facility, mm-hmm. something on your on your uh, land yeah. for people who kept coming in. But the most beautiful yes. story, Abby, and I'd love you to al- elaborate on this, is that he told me that the parents of those students started showing mm-hmm. up on campus. From all oh, yeah. over the country. Yeah. They showed mm-hmm. up on campus mm-hmm. and, and yeah. they had a special place for them. And here, can you imagine being a parent of one of these students and their your no. child's life is being changed in a way mm-hmm. that will, will they, they will remember for the rest of their life in the most mm-hmm. powerful way, tangible way. And here are the parents now. They're showing up. Is that true?
1: Mm. Oh, absolutely. I met several parents of just my student workers. I have student workers in my office and they were like, "Oh, my dad's coming, or my mom's coming." One of my students, um, her parents are not believers, and her her dad came. Oh,
0: just got and
1: She was, I mean, she was just crying. We were all crying with her. I would start start crying thinking about it. Now we we're all crying with her because her dad showed up, and oh. it is remarkable. And it, and she didn't know he was coming. He had just heard oh her my. talking about it, and he's like a self-professed atheist i mean he's he he showed up so yeah i was hearing stories like that from a lot of our students it was it was incredible and then the ones who weren't here you know we were getting so many messages like thank you for you know caring for our students and uh, just allowing them like we could have gone in there and just said no you have to leave like like the just the wisdom of our our faculty and leadership here to say, uh, you know, sensing something is happening yes. and not just telling these kids, "Sorry, we got to lock the building up. You have to go back to your dorms." You know, they let them stay, which I think speaks volumes to the just the culture here. Like, they're very in tune with with the holy spirit so how I did that to work that.
0: i think there's so many questions a lot of us have and there's so many things i want to talk to you about particularly mm-hmm. about this particular generation but before mm-hmm. i do uh, how mm-hmm. did that work did the staff have to get together and mm-hmm. say what are we going to do with this what about classes <laughs> yes. what about like, h- yes. how did that all <laughs> unfold abby yeah oh it it's been
1: like, like we've all kind of felt like we're on a roller coaster and we're just like hanging on and like, you know, just figuring out what the next curve and the next loop is going to be like. Yeah, we that has been a challenge, you know, just from a human standpoint, you know, we, we've we like it's been all hands on deck. We're a very small school. There's there are not a ton of people here. This is a very small town. So as soon as we recognize, OK yeah, our, our first priority obviously is to keep our students safe, you know, the, right. that's our responsibility. And, you know, we never canceled classes, but faculty were very understanding. Um, you know, there's a little extra grace. This is a pretty academically rigorous place. Yes. And so they, they recognized, you know, it's, maybe we're going to need to give these kids a little, a little grace, potentially. Um, so yeah, faculty and staff, there were, it became clear very fast that, um, you know, they were going to have to have some meetings and figure out, okay, you know, security was was increased. And yeah, there were a lot of decisions made very quickly that helped facilitate this.
0: You know what I like about your school? You know, when I've been watching Mm -hmm. all of this from day one, what I like Mm -hmm. is that you very carefully and thoughtfully navigated Mm -hmm. through this and you really Mm -hmm. understood, you recognized right away, this was a move of God, and then uh-huh. you—you really—the way. Okay, for example, I, I saw that uh, uh-huh. Tucker Carlson had said, "Hey, I was—I'm yeah. on my way out there," and they—the school called and said, "Listen, respectfully, we'd love to have you, but can you stay yeah. there? Can you stay where you are?" Yeah. I and then I also heard that some well-known big name. Uh, artist had said, "Let me come out Many. and play the music." Yes. Many, okay, and I thought, "Boy, well, you guys—they don't get it, do they? They didn't. Not no offense uh, towards them, but the yeah. bottom line yeah. is, but this was about mm-hmm. the students, by the students, yeah. for the students. Mm-hmm. And no, not that yeah. anyone else wasn't welcome to join and and be a part right, of the worship and, and the experience. Yeah. But what yeah. I liked yeah. is that you all knew. I mean, I'm just blown away by your discernment. Yeah. <laughs> bottom line, blown away by your discernment." Yeah. Oh, thank
1: you. Yeah, we've had a lot of people praying for us and a lot of prayer here, even if it's just in the moment, like, help, please help, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I've, I've done a lot of those. Um, yeah, that's I really, you know, I've only been at the school for a year and a half. I I did not even work in higher education before coming here. And
0: like a lot
1: of like a lot of people who come to work in higher ed, they they feel called, you know, and they they want to help these students. And so I, I do. I'm so grateful to be here. And, yeah, people really did, you know, draw a line in the sand pretty early. Like, okay, it's clear. God didn't start this in a celebrity mega church. God didn't, you know, n- nothing wrong with that. But like, God started it here among our students. So that is how we are keeping it. And then even, um, you know, naturally it drew a lot of media attention. Like college kids worshiping twenty four seven. What, you <laughs> really? know? Really? <like, laughs> even then, you know, we were like, oh, do we let them come? like, like, no one's doing this for attention. Like we don't want to send the wrong message. But it was cool because um, our our president was like, you know what? if they're curious, let them come. And we oh. all kind of had this moment of like, you know what, this, God is giving us this platform, like Amen. to talk about Jesus all over the world. Like, you know, so we sort of had this aha moment, like, yeah, if you want to come out, you can come out. We'll tell you what's going on. And so um just stuff like that. It's, you know, just trying to be humble and be discerning and be, be wise about how we, how we get the message
0: out. Cause it's not our message, you know? <laughs> that's, hello. That's true too. Right. <laughs> you know, I, it really isn't. And I just respect so much the way you all handled it and it clearly you were being led. You were just, you, you were of one mind, you worked together. I just, it's what a wonderful thing to watch. I want to talk about this generation because they have been impacted to a very large degree by, by the pandemic by the unstableness yeah. globally, by yeah. um, so many things going on, right? And they've got huge yeah. vacuums in their life. They've yes. and, and they've tried yes. filling it with maybe not your students, but many mm. with drugs mm-hmm. and sick sex and oh no, video yeah. games and you know yeah. social media, TikTok. I mean, they're yeah, trying absolutely. to find a way to fill it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's who and what they've got. They've gotten. Not, they feel that they've got. No one right now, many Gen Zers, I'm not talking about specifically your students, Mm -hmm. but many Mm -hmm. of them feel that way right now, right? So
1: our students are not immune to that. Absolutely. We've we've heard that from so many of our students. Mm -hmm.
0: And so, you know, when you think about that, so Gen Z and this, and this happened to the Gen Z generation and generation. And when I talked to Dr. Lots, he was saying, you know, he reminded me that because I brought up the great awakening and how every time something mm-hmm. major in this country happened it happened mm-hmm. after a very big spiritual awakening mm-hmm. now a revival is yeah. clearly different than awakening but you need that mm-hmm. revival for the the mm-hmm. awakening right if mm-hmm. you if many people yeah. yes so yeah yeah we're helping Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I guess what I wanted to say is when you think about the first great awakening here in this country, it led to the revolutionary war which led to and many who were influenced by that great awakening were young, but those were the same people who later went on to declare independence and then later draft the most amazing document of all time being our yeah. constitution. So that mm. that is how you can actually watch the progression Of a revival that led to an Mm -hmm. awakening that led to some major fabulous things. So, yeah, I mean, through,
1: yeah, throughout human history, like, a lot of these, you know, remarkable achievements were because of people who believed in God. I mean, you can point to that throughout history. So absolutely, we we certainly hope that will happen after this.
0: (laughs) No, I I think so. I really think that this is just the beginning. And, you know, and, you know, one of the photographs that I had seen is you all, you have multi-levels, I think, in that uh, Mm -hmm. chapel, right? And one view of it, of everybody worshiping, actually kind of I don't and to me reminded me of what's described in Revelation of the multi level of all the saints mm. worshiping, right? And it just it just looks mm-hmm. so beautiful. It really did. Oh yeah. I thought like it's it was been a, so beautiful. And mm. I think it's um I think Allison is one of your she's the student body president at Asbury. Yeah. And she, mm-hmm. when I think one of the things she said is, I think this is what heaven will look like. And I thought, girl, yes. I think you're right. I know. We've all said that many times. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it had to be amazing <laughs> to watch. So here's what I wanted to ask you. So I know things have changed just slightly. And I know actually that mm-hmm. even though it's a small uh, community that, that you're in, in fact, that the university is in, how have the people in the community reacted uh, where are you now with everything?
1: Yeah, so um, the people of Wilmore are great. We have a wonderful relationship with the people here, and you know the city city leaders here, and the you know law enforcement. Like it's great. We we love Wilmore. There's a lot of Asbury. This this there's only about six thousand people in this town. <laughs> oh my! And, and many of them work at Asbury or um, across the street at the. Asbury Theological Seminary, which is a separate school. So yeah, we we were very cognizant of, you know, their needs. We we saw, okay, it's it's getting difficult to drive down the street, it's getting difficult to go to the store or the gas station, or I mean it was it was becoming problematic and the last thing we wanted was for the people who lived here to feel like they could literally could not even there's one road that comes into this town. Oh my <laughs> like,
0: gosh. It,
1: yeah, there's a couple back rows, but that's it. And Wait a minute. The, How many people
0: did you get through there? I heard one account say about thirty thousand all toll so far.
1: Our our guess for the last the last um, two weeks, and this is a conservative estimate, and we've been saying 50 to 70,000. 50
0: to 70,000. Wow.
1: And that's, yeah, that's just our kind of best guess, because we haven't been able to predict what's going to happen from one day to the next. I mean, it's just truly blown up, which is wonderful. But we recognize, okay, this is, there are people who live here, and we have students that you know we care about their safety and their needs. You know, there's order in the kingdom of God, like we didn't want this That's to become right. something that was was problematic or disorderly or unsafe. so um when we saw that happening, um you know, a lot of prayer and talking with the city, and we decided to um at that point after after Sunday, I believe it was this past week, to switch back to Gen Z, like we just felt God calling us, okay, Gen Z started this. We're going to make a move and and make space for these, make space for these kids. We had kids coming that we know of representing more than 220 colleges and universities around the country that we know of around the world, rather. Around the world. Like, yeah, yeah. 220 colleges and universities. And even from like the first or second day, like, they there's a lot of universities around us, University of Kentucky, like many schools in this region. They were coming like even that first day. like It was so obvious. Yeah, it was so obvious God was working in yes. Gen Z. You know and why, that, Abby, if know. I can
0: interrupt you real quick, mm-hmm. I think yeah. the reason you saw people respond so quickly to what was happening is because people huh? recognized so quickly what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So because of that, and because of just, you know, the city of Wilmore, I joked with somebody that the Kentucky river is just like a mile away. I was like, this town is going to fall into the river. Like you cannot (laughs) physically fit one more person into this town. Like there's not enough toilets, like sewer was becoming a problem. I mean, it was truly like, we have to be wise in how we handle this. And so we made the, the choice to, um, just re kind of reshift back to Gen Z and leave space for those kids. And it was still very crowded. Like they still had to wait a little bit, but it did help sort of bring this back to what we believed God was, was calling us to focus on. And then at that point we were able this week to limit it to those students. And then um, tonight is something called the national collegiate day of prayer. And Ironically, well, not ironically, you know, this is God, of course, this is how he works, yes. but it was scheduled like two years ago. It, it travels around like campus to campus. It's like 200 years old, this organization. So tonight that will happen here. We're just hosting it. You know, it's their program. Uh, we're just, we're just where they're having it. <laughs> and this live stream. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's, we're viewing and they've been so gracious to kind of shift their programming in light of what's been happening um because initially it was going to look very different than it is tonight and we're just glad you know they they recognized that they were like absolutely we see what God has done so we'll make these adjustments so that we're we're kind of viewing that you know for our students and students around the world as this is your commissioning like the bible this is in the bible you know yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. hello we are That's
1: now good. commissioning our students like go out into the world and preach the gospel and and love others and, you know, bring others to Christ. And so like, you've been changed. Your life has been changed. So now we're going to pray over you. And this is happening. This is like a worldwide thing um, among, you know, colleges and universities partnering with churches and, and Christian leaders. Um, Okay. We're going to pray for you. We're going to have this special service. And we just felt that that was a very, you know, fitting and natural conclusion to our on campus events that's nice, um
0: that's really beautiful, yeah,
1: no, yeah. and and okay. we recognize it's yeah yeah, and but also, like we already know this is spread around the world. We've talked to people around the world who are like, this is taking off like like the fire is spreading, and we're yes. like. Praise the Lord.
0: <laughs> That's so, right. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, to be a part of it though, Abby, for you and those students and the staff, to be a part of this is just it's yeah. gotta be amazing, right? I mean, what were you thinking? How did it you is. feel? Did you go home and just say, I can't even oh. believe this is happening? What what did you personally feel?
1: I I don't even know if I've processed it yet, honestly. I'll it's, bet. Like I don't know if anybody who works here has truly <laughs> It's been very busy. You know, there's been a lot of um, nights of very little sleep, but it's great because everybody here understands what is happening. And there, you know, there's not someone who's like, you know, got a big ego about it. Like we all, there's, you know, there's a history of revival here at this school and like – like everybody sees what's happening. So, they yeah, know, there like, is. Yeah, in, we're, in fact,
0: we're in. let me mention that too for my listeners. Uh, at the end of this interview, I'm going to play a news story from 1970, 53 years oh, ago wow. on February 3rd. Now, think about that. Mm-hmm. Right around the time this started at your place, five days earlier. 53 mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. there was a revival at Asbury College uh, during mm-hmm. chapel again. And, and if you think about it, yep. there was a lot of unrest at that time, too, Abby. They were burning yep. down buildings yep. and rioting in the streets. Mm-hmm. And that was happening all the time. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of uncertainty, maybe some fear for the younger mm-hmm. generation, genera- you yeah. know, at that time, the same age people. But here, mm-hmm. uh, here's what I find fascinating, that this is probably no coincidence that it happened again. So if you're listening to the podcast at the very end, I will play that for you. So after After I say Mm -hmm. goodbye to Abby, stay with me. And I'll play that because I think I find it fascinating. You all, I mean, you must have thought about that many, many times.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's very aware of what happened in 1970. And we all know that people since then have been praying for this nonstop. <laughs> and and not just Asbury people. I mean, there's just been a lot of people who have been praying for this. And there's been a lot of you know indicators that, that God is, is on the move. And a lot of people have been kind of feeling that and just sensing that. And so I don't think anyone is really surprised that this happened, truly. You know, like, while it has been surprising in a lot of ways, I think even just like the back of it, like this is a thing that that people are accustomed to talking about here. um, And we've even been, yeah, and we've even been hesitant to use the word revival because we just feel like, well, it's too soon. You don't know yet, you know. But (laughs) those students have
0: been revived. Mm -hmm. They have. And you know, this is interesting because this came, Abby, right after the Grammys where they were essentially (sighs) worshiping Satan. Right? Yeah. So this comes right after that. And I I can't help but think God's saying, you know what? Don't worry. I got this because this is a spiritual battle. This is not flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. And let me show you what my spirit can do. And I just felt like that was significant. But right around that same time.
1: I know. It was a few days after that. It I remember was. thinking that same thing. Well, and these students, like, look at what they've been through. They, and look at the rates of, you know, issues with mental health and yes. suicide. It has yes. never been this worse. Yeah. These kids are desperate.
0: They are. <laughs> I
1: even had some, yeah, it, it's it's heartbreaking. You know, I even had some kids who, um, oh, it just makes me cry. They were like, the adults in our lives kept us apart for oh. the last two, three years and told us we could not be together. And they just said, to be together with all these other kids, like, for them, that was what they were needing, you know?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And they just it was crazy. Like I haven't heard the word COVID mentioned. I don't think once in the last two weeks. And that's, that's been the best thing ever.
0: <laughs> right. I know. Right. I was, you know, you, if this happened maybe a year ago, then I'll be saying, Oh, this is one of those super spreaders, but Oh, we can't do it. Yeah. You know,
1: it's like God, but like, God's timing to be together, but God's yeah, timing we're... is perfect. And these are the kids
0: that came through yeah. that. Like you said, yeah, they knew what it was like yeah. to, to be separated from their to friends. Isolated. To, yes. Yeah. Isolated. Yeah. You know, I'm asking before I say goodbye to you and I, I, I hate even saying goodbye to you. What can you tell me one or two remarkable stories or just, you know, heartwarming mm. stories that I'm sure there were many that came out of this, but, you know, oh, just something very yeah. tangible for the audience.
1: Yeah, there's one that stand, It stood out to me from day one. And, you know, I, I wasn't able to be in the auditorium for like the duration of all this because I've just been you were working. You busy. Yeah. You know, media, <laughs> media relations has been Uh-oh. a little busy. <laughs> Yeah, I've been in and out of there. But that first day, that first Thursday, right after on February 9th, Thursday, I went in there in the morning. I was in there for a couple hours and I sat in the back and kids were just standing up, confessing their sins, you know, repentance, revival begins with repentance. Right. And that was what was happening. These kids, they were just standing up and and getting things off their chest. I mean, like, truly. Wow. Among their peers. And this one kid, I'll never forget. It, it makes me cry every time. Oh, <laughs> he I'm He stood me. up. And, oh, gosh, yeah. He stood up. He was just sitting there in the chair. There was a couple guys around him. He stood up and said, I'm addicted to pornography. Oh. And I am scared. And it's ruining my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> and all these kids... It gets me every time. They just came around to him and just <laughs> hugged him. And it was so powerful.
0: <laughs> You've got me in tears too, girl. But yeah. no, because and what you a still struggle. Still what a like struggle that. for someone at yeah. that age and already. and I know. And we know how yeah. addictive it is, right? And we know that yeah. being yeah. isolated all that time allowed, you know, them yes. to search the yes. net for whatever they wanted. And, yeah. you know... And uh, And
1: he had never told, he had never told anybody and he just got the his chest and released that. And I want to find him and be like, can I just give you a hug? Like, I mean, and these boys, like his peers, they just, they were just on him praying for him and they were just all weeping. And that was, that has stood out to me from, from that very first day, that Thursday that I was in there, but there's been so many others. I mean, I couldn't even
0: there's been so many. (laughs) I'll bet there have. I'll bet, but you've seen lives changed, right? Oh yeah. Many, many, many. So Abby, before we go, so uh, did I read that you're live streaming now? Yeah. So the, um, and I know you debated over that. that. I know
1: you debated over that too. We made the decision very early on not to live stream because of things like that. I mean, these kids like, Right. This stuff doesn't need to be on the internet, you no, know? No, <laughs> not at
0: all. Not at all.
1: So, yeah, we made the choice not I to live see. stream on yeah, when, once we limited limited it to Gen Z starting on Monday, we opened a live stream only for the worship portions oh. and then we cut the live stream off. Yeah, and then okay. we cut it off during, you know, the the confession and the yeah. Um and so the National Collegiate Day of Prayer will be live streaming this evening's service. And just for uh, my listeners website. this
0: is this yes. is being taped, pre-taped. So you're when you hear this you'll have missed that but you can pick it up oh, somewhere. Yes, yes. So listen up, yeah. can they see that since it was being live streamed tonight? Can they yeah, see it somewhere? Yeah. Look, give us all that information. Yeah, if
1: you visit asbury.edu mm-hmm. on our homepage, we we put some resources there about this about everything that's been happening and so they can link they
0: can link through there and find what they need yeah okay Okay, so Mm -hmm. uh yeah anytime they want to go on they can do that at Mm asbury.edu to see what's going on in worship and on your live stream they can see what you get you you are up to tonight and uh is there any message that you would like to leave for those of us who couldn't witness this firsthand like you did
1: yeah I would say this. I mean, if if you're a believer and you know you have the Holy Spirit, like you don't have to be. You know, the last thing we want is for people to feel like Hughes Auditorium is like this mecca, and you got to come here. You know, it's like no. (laughs) Like it's you. You have him, and you. You know, revival can happen in your life at any time, and, and you just need to take that message and take it to the world. You know, through your job, through your family, through your school. So that would be my message, and it's been just a beautiful thing to be a part of, and I'm so blessed.
0: You know, and also, too, I wanted to ask people to pray for your staff and your students and all of the, the people that had come through there, that fifty to 70,000, that they mm-hmm. would take what they gained yeah. there, what they experienced there, and just have that ability and the courage to share it with others. And we prayed mm-hmm. that in my Bible study just yesterday morning, but I wouldn't ask my listeners to do the same. To really pray yeah. for and, these kids.
1: Yes. Yeah. And along those lines, I would also add, you know, this is a really good chance for the church in America and mm, around the boy, world, really, yeah. to just step up. Hope you they're know, up to it. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, these kids don't want flash. There was not a single screen. There was nothing produced no. about this. There was not a single electric guitar. This was completely authentic worship. Authentic. There was nothing flashy. And, you know, they're they're not impressed by a flashy no, they don't worship need that. service. They yes. just they just want real Jesus, <laughs> and so the churches are going to have a chance to really jump in and disciple all these new new Christians and and just kind of rethink. You know,
0: what it's it's going to be yes. it's a
1: great lesson for everybody. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree with you, Abby. Really. I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you joined me today, and I'm so proud Thank of you. you and how you and your staff handled everything. Abby Lobb, director of communications at Asbury. You did a great job. I was impressed from the Thank first, you the very first time I met you and talked to you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm glad
1: impressed. you're covering this. It's exciting to get the word out. It is. I'm <laughs> so
0: excited, too. Thank you, Abby. Stay tuned, everybody, to hear that news report from 1970. Can you believe it? College campus at Wilmore, which touched me about as much as anything that's occurred in 34 years of news reporting. I know normally that when you're watching television, like
1: everyone else, you have one eye uh, perhaps on the paper, one eye on television, or one ear
0: to someone else in the room, or perhaps you're fixing the evening meal. But for the next two and a half minutes, I wish you would stop everything you're doing, and I think you too are going to be impressed. It started at 10 o'clock yesterday morning. Chapel was scheduled to end at 11 o'clock yesterday morning. It didn't end at 11 o'clock yesterday morning. It didn't end at 11 o'clock last night. It didn't end at 11 o'clock this morning. In fact, as Jim and I took the air, it was still going on. Let's have a look and a listen. Larry, this is quite
1: an event here at Asbury. What does this mean to you? Oh, I can't can't express it. I tell you, the Lord has been planning this for so long. The prayers have been going up in girls and the guys' dorms and all over the world, I tell you. And it's finally happened. He let us know the day before it happened. He said, during a prayer meeting in our dorm, and he said, it's going to happen tomorrow and it did and he just opened it up and he let it fly and that's all i can say he told me he wanted me to get up and say something i said the only way you're going to get me up is to kick me out of the seat and he did and i tell you it's just blessed everybody i'm not kidding the the greatest outpouring of of god's love and the holy spirit and i can't express it i tell you i'm just amazed
0: this episode of Rose Unplugged is made possible because of MyPillow. And so I ask that if you go to MyPillow, you put in promo code ROSE to get a great discount. They've got dog beds, I've got it. Tucker has a dog bed from MyPillow, loves that thing. I mean, he just, he, he shoots right for it. When I say bedtime, that's where he goes. My pillows, the Giza sheets, every time i wash them and put them back on the bed they are as though i never washed them and i just opened up the package that's how great they are the items there are well made and you know what they're they are distributed and manufactured by a good guy mike lindau my pillow promo code rose